This is MS Talks 2.0 Let's Discuss Facts, a series brought to you by Novartis. There are many misconceptions about multiple sclerosis. Some people think it's contagious or that it's linked with the evil eye. What we do know, MS has multiple risk factors and regardless of the cause, it's essential to get treated as early as possible. Today, Dr. Jihad Nshasi, consultant neurologist at Rashid Hospital and professor of neurology at Dubai Medical College and MS ambassador, Sultan Nshansi, to tell us what MS is not. Welcome to the show. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you. We want to talk about what MS is not. Can you please, in your own words, tell us what are some of the misconceptions people might have about MS? Uh, well, there are many uh, false thinking or beliefs about multiple sclerosis or misconceptions, as you mentioned. I'll enumerate the most important ones. The first one, uh, many people believe that MS patients will be bound to wheelchair in 10 to 15 years. This is absolutely wrong. Maybe 10, 15 patients will be unable to walk in 10, 15 years or they need a walking assistant. But majority are walking with full function, full activities. So this is the first false impression. Number two, uh, MS can be inherited from the mother of MS. Like say a mother having MS, People think wrongly children can get MS or their surrounding may get MS. Multiple sclerosis is not a contagious disease. It's not infectious. So people will not get MS from surrounding and the kid not necessary to get MS from the mother. And maybe we'll discuss some details about the etiology later. Mm-hmm. The third thing that women with MS should not get pregnant. It's absolutely false. Many women can have normal pregnancies. They can not be normal mothers. functioning normally despite having multiple sclerosis. There are some guidelines, advices, which we advise what to, to be done and to be followed. So MS mother can get pregnant like any other non-MS or normal mother. The fourth uh, important point that many people think MS patients should not exercise. This is absolutely false. We recommend most of MS patients to have regular exercise because studies have shown that regular exercise even without physiotherapy or with physiotherapy, keep the function capacity at normal levels and make the people feel uh, very good. And this is as equal as medication is effective. The uh, fifth important uh, misconception is that if you have minor symptoms, you should not get treatment. This is absolutely wrong. Once the patient has multiple sclerosis, he should take treatment as early as possible. Minor symptom does not mean to keep it quiet because we are afraid that disease may progress in due course and symptoms may worsen till we are disabled. So these are the main five misconceptions. Maybe later we can remember other important points. Well, can I just say it's amazing to have you both here to break those misconceptions. Sultan, where do you think the misconceptions actually come from? It's because uh, it's something uh, new, I would say. new to the society, the idea of uh, having a sickness like this. Like if you explain it to to someone who, do, who doesn't have a medical background, he will not believe this. Like when you tell him, you know, some days uh, I'm, I'm okay. Some days I'm not okay. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Maybe I'm going to wake up. I can walk. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe this. So, and uh, the thing is that every... Uh, Every MS patient have different symptoms. Mm-hmm. So this also made problems to, I would say, maybe doctors, confusions, like, no, this is not MS, this is something else. So early diagnosis plays a big, a big role in this. 
And what symptoms did you have that encouraged you to go to see a medical professional? Well, I had uh, fatigue, like extreme fatigue, mm-hmm. and uh, I was <coughs> paralyzed from my left side. And at first, I thought maybe I slipped on it, so it's fine. It's gonna go. It's gonna go. And uh, then, when I met many doctors, like it took me four four months to be diagnosed. Wow. And it's amazing to have a doctor here with us on the show. Dr. Jihad, for people who are just joining, what actually is multiple sclerosis? What does it mean? We've talked about it in the series, but we'd love to have your definition. Yeah, I'll just make a small comment on Mr. Sultan's. Uh, we have to understand that MS is not a fatal disease, yeah. right? Because I met many patients and they told me, doctor told them, you have only lifespan of five years. This is absolutely wrong. People can live a normal life with normal life expectancy. So this is important. So to answer your question, was what is multiple sclerosis? Uh, to summarize it, it is a big uh, question. So it is a chronic autoimmune demyelinating disease affecting the central nervous system. And when I say central nervous system, I mean the optic nerve, the spinal cord, and the brain. And symptoms will vary according to the location of inflammation. So if a patient gets optic neuritis, Uh, or lesion in the optic nerve, he will get impaired vision. If patient gets symptoms in the cerebellar hemisphere, he will be ataxic. If he gets spinal cord, there will be weakness in the lower limbs. If it is in the brain, it will be weakness on one side. So symptoms will depend on location of inflammation. And uh, what I've said, it's chronic inflammatory demyelinating. So the myelin surrounding the neuron, which is like a wire with a myelin, myelin, this will be damaged. So this will be will lead to certain damaged area in the brain will not be functioning well. And that's very important to treat this early before the damage became, becomes irreversible. Do we know the cause of this? Uh, this has been studied extensively in the last many decades, but now we come to a conclusion which can summarize its interaction between genetic, environment, and infection. And each of them needs some explanation. When I say genetics, recently, more than 200 abnormal genes has been identified or have been identified in patients with multiple sclerosis. However, there is no certain gene which is linked to the MS in particular, except one of them which is called HLA-DBR1. This has a strong link to patients with multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. So there is genetic background, but uh, there is a form called familial MS, which spreads in families, affecting many families in the same Uh, many members in the same family. We studied this, the gene was abnormal. So we say familial form of multiple sclerosis. I may inherit the gene, but not the disease. Okay, so a patient may inherit the abnormal gene from his parents, but he will not inherit the disease. The gene needs further influential factors, environmental factors to produce the disease. So to avoid complicating the issue, gene can be inherited, but not the disease. The disease needs further factors. So this is about the genetics, but the, uh, there is no pattern of inheritance in patients with multiple sclerosis, right? So not necessarily the parents will give the disease to their kids. Chances are maybe one in 15 or one in 20. Mm-hmm. So it is a low risk of inheritance and the pattern is not well known. This is about the genetic, this is the first factor. Second factor is environmental factor. And uh, now we know certain factors are definitely identified. One of them is smoking. It leads to worsening of MS, vitamin D deficiency, infections, and uh, style of life, uh, stress and anxiety, 
unhealthy diet. So these are environmental factors. The third factor, which comes also to the place interaction with the environment, is the infections. So the discovery is there's a strong correlation between infection with EB virus and multiple sclerosis. 99% of MS patients, they have the EB virus antibodies in their bodies. So this made the scientists think that there's a correlation, correlation between this viral infection and multiple sclerosis. And now there is plenty of ongoing research about vaccination about against EB virus, which can be preventable, preventable measure against MS, which is a real important era, you know. So infection, genetics, environment, all interact together to trigger inflammation in the central nervous system. Ultimately, MS is inflammatory process trigger generated by multiple pathological process. So the next question was going to lead us on to whether or not it's preventable. What you're saying is that's what the research is getting towards, hopefully. Yeah, there is still now there is nothing to prevent, but we have a way to control or prevent worsening of MS patients. But uh, hopefully within the coming two years, we'll find vaccination, EBV, according to the scientists, that vaccination against EBV, Epstein-Barr virus, can prevent occurrence of multiple sclerosis. Like what we are doing with COVID, we have COVID vaccination, mm-hmm. polio vaccination, typhoid vaccination. So likely in the coming few years, hopefully, uh, EB virus vaccination or against EB virus vaccination can prevent occurrence of multiple sclerosis. This is one of preventable. What about the but cure, if someone doctor? asks me, sorry, Mr. Sultan. Yeah, sorry. What about the cure for those who already have MS? Already then, having MS? Yeah. Then vaccination will not be helpful. Mm-hmm. Vaccination against other disease can be helpful. Right, vaccinate against flu, against COVID, but against EB virus, they will not be subjected for vaccination. It's only to prevent occurrence of MS for new patients, not for patients who's having mm-hmm. multiple sclerosis. But patient having MS, what we prevent, what we uh, advise them usually, normal diet, exercise, avoid stress, avoid obesity, avoid smoking. These are very important measures because these proven to worsen the MS and neurological status in patients with multiple sclerosis. And this is recommended globally. I mean, it has been discovered recently, not recently, the last five years, that vitamin D deficiency uh, lead to uh, disease activity. So normalization of vitamin D will prevent disease activity. And as you know, in the Gulf generally, though we have very good sun, very hot weather, but because of the culture, we are not exposed to sun. Mm-hmm. So the vitamin D metabolism comes from exposure to, to ultraviolet. So, which happens usually occurs in the morning or late evening. But by culture, we're not exposed to this. That's why it's very important to get supplementation of vitamin D to prevent disease activity. Thank you very much for that insight into advice for MS. Sultan, can you tell us what it's like dealing with MS on a daily basis? Well, actually, um, it's tough. I will not uh, say it's something easy. But Once you know your symptoms and you know your style that you need to live in, um, what triggers you, what not triggers you, like this took me around maybe three years. So I know like, okay, this stress me, this does not stress me. And uh, you cannot control the internal factors in your, what's happening in your brain. So try your best for the external factors at least. Mr. Sultan gave very important advice. Uh, Do you exercise daily, like uh, walking, exercising, anything? Yes. Do you help this? Do you think this is helping you? It is. It is. It is helping me. Uh, 
You know, each patient, Mr. Sultan mentioned at the beginning, each patient has specific characteristic symptoms and signs. Mm -hmm. So we have to address all these symptoms, like MS patient may get fatigue. We cannot examine fatigue as doctors, but the patient will tell me I'm tired, I'm fatigued, and so on. So there is a specific treatment for fatigue, which is fragmentation of work, drinking plenty of water. If you are anxious, you have to not to fight anxiety. You have to live with anxiety and see how you can manage your anxiety. Mm -hmm. If uh, anxiety is part of our lives, you know, so everyone, but in particular MS patient, they feel more anxious than others. And my recommendation, general recommendation, don't fight anxiety. Expose yourself gradually and know how to manage and conflict these conflicts and these anxious situations, but don't escape from them. This is common. Uh, like there's something which trigger my depression or anxiety, I have to live with it and see how to manage around it, not, for tight, not to fight with it directly. Thank you very much for that. That was a very insightful conversation. Yeah. We really appreciate both of your insights on it. That was MS Talks 2.0. Let's discuss facts. We'll be back with you next time. This show is brought to you by the Augustus Media Podcast Network. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed it.